Hello, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Welcome back to my podcast. I've been away for quite a while because because I've been lazy, I know, and because I've been dealing with other problems myself related to my mental health. I had had last year three episodes that it didn't went well with me. Even my doctor increased my medication last year. But despite that, I've been I've been handling handling pretty well my mental health despite all the episodes I had before. So here is the topic of this podcast. It's all 100% about my personal life. I promise not to tell names or address of the other person involved in my experience. So the main subject is about mental health, my mental health, and passive aggressive behavior and silence in a LGBT couple or general couple, no matter what's the sexual orientation or gender. It's about people relationships. Here is the story about uh, since July, right before the end of July, I met this guy online on one of the uh, one of the dating apps I I use, and uh, that dating app has a section where you can actually do uh, live videos and you can interact with other uh, members of the gay community. Especially this sector that is about hairy guys and stocky or and admirers who are it's kind of a uh, yeah it's a community one section of the community and uh, I met this guy oh first of all my name is uh, Luis Rondon Paz as you can see in my in my profile here in this app and also in my podcast I'm from Cuba originally. And uh, I'm living in Montreal, Canada. It's going to be four years next May. I used to be a journalist and human rights activist. And uh, right now I'm a protected person under the federal, federal law of Canada because of my activities back in Cuba. I had to leave. All right. Anyways, going back to the main subject. Uh, I met that guy online and I saw him and I say, wow. Despite that sexually we were not a match, I said this to him in a message. I promise you, if you give me a chance, the sexual match, the sexual how we or not match, I promise you we will be a really good match because you are really something for me. and there were a few things that I liked from him, which is he's, uh, he's Cuban, as me. He has the type of body that I love, one of the types of body I, I love. And his eyes, uh, those eyes, there was like a... <laughs> it might sound funny, it might sound ridiculous, because I'm about to be 40 years old and for being living so much, for having so many experiences in my life, I still like fall for that. But yeah, 
I'm guilty for that. And uh, after that message, we start exchanging. We start to getting to know each other uh, virtually. We start doing video calls. We starting to call. We started to talk almost every day. Crazy, right? And uh, we were about to to meet. And actually, he he also get to know all my story about my backgrounds, who I was, from where I came from. Also, I get to know about him from what part of Cuba he came from and uh, how he was living in the United States and his job and the type of job he, he do. And uh, it was pretty encouraging how our relationship was going through the way we were going. He knew about my actual situation because I'm waiting for uh, my permanent residency. I was back then. And, uh, and I was dealing with a lot of problems because of my mental health, because of uh, the situation with the pandemic and among other things that are not, in, not coming to the subject. And uh, he was there for me, not here physically, but virtually he was there and I was for him. We were, uh, how can I say, we were a match without actually being able to meet face to face. How is that even possible in 2022? And uh, I was wondering that, and he was telling me that too, that he, he told me that once, uh, was in July, September, October, as the time our relationship was getting stronger, he said that he wanted to come here to Montreal to meet me, but not necessarily to have sex with me, but to get to know me more and to be with me because he had a special connection with me. And I believe that because I started to feel the same for him. Although we were not exclusive, he was, I think he was having sex with somebody else there I didn't care because we were starting to get in we were starting to get in to know each other and uh, me too I and uh, he was aware I told him that I had trust issues because of my my past and because how many times people have deceived me how like mistreated me and uh, I gave him the chance. I gave myself a chance to live, to start building something with him, virtually in the distance. So uh, December arrived. We were like a building a project, building plans to to meet finally here in Montreal. I helped him to get in hotel, to in here. I even offered him to stay at my place if something went wrong. And with pleasure, I was dying to have him in my arms and to be cuddling with him and talking the entire night about nonsense, just to to feel the company, to have somebody that I thought I was feeling that special connection, that I thought I was being special because he was he was starting to become special for me.
in December, despite not being actually get together physically. Then uh, COVID came back. The Omicron variant. So all the borders, everything was shut down again. And he was not allowed to come to, to Canada. So the plan to coming over was frustrated. He was supposed to come uh, from December 29 and then go back to the United States on January the 2nd. So we were, we were supposed to, to stay the, a few days together and getting to know each other more. That was the, that was the main idea. And I was really excited. I was really, really excited. But uh, COVID didn't make it happen. So we were we were continue video calling, talking each other. I was helping him with some tech stuff that he was having uh, and uh, advising him about technology things that he was having problems with. Because um, I have skills in, 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 in IT, and I had experience with that. And, uh, yeah. Then he was telling me about uh, his ex. He told me about all the story about his ex and all that, and about his health condition. Uh, he is, uh, actually, he, he, he told me that he is pre-diabetic, so I am... I'm a bit overprotected, so I was all the way over him, telling him, yeah, pretty much all the time. Not all the time, only the time we were talking about, did you check your, your sugar level? How is it? What are you eating? Please be careful. My mom, she is diabetic, and I know how bad that is. And uh, please be careful. He's overweight, which is not good for a person who is uh, pre-diabetic and also he he lives with a, a with a special well not a special condition he has a, a he lives with a virus he's HIV positive like a, and uh, he needs to be more careful despite that he's indetectable he uh, if he don't take care of himself he get can, he can get complicated and that worries me because I didn't, yeah, um, I, w I, I didn't want him to, to, to get hurt, to, to get into health issues because I wanted him healthy. I wanted him to be in, in good state of health. So, uh, then one day he told me about uh, this friend well, not his friend, about uh, his uh, ex-partner that was coming over to stay for a few days with him. So I said, yeah, sure. But, but um, we talk about uh, where he was going to be staying and all that. And uh, to be honest, I was okay with that because at the end, yeah, they know each other for about six years, but they were no longer together. Uh, I guess I think back then and uh, 
Then he, then the, uh, my virtual boyfriend, I could say about him. Uh, he one day uh, one day he got sick, really really sick. I thought he had he had COVID, so I was all the time, not all the time. Uh, how to say that? I was checking on him in the morning when he goes to job to work. We were checking each other uh, in the middle of the day, and we were checking up uh, uh, in the afternoon when he leaves his job or sometimes he called me he texted me I texted him back and we start a video call together or leave a voice messages he was uh, having a really bad diarrhea for one week and at the same time I had COVID as well that was at the beginning of the of the year I had the, I think I had the Omicron variant, and also, although I'm still having side effects of that virus. And and uh, how to how to how to explain that? How to narrate that? It worries me. Uh, it, it worries me how he was uh, dealing with the, his health condition and uh, yeah because I started to feel uh, things for him in a really good way so he recovered and he rec I think he recovered how to say that he was recovering from that however he was still having diarrhea uh, I recovered pretty quickly from the symptoms of COVID, but I still I was still having the side effects. Then uh, one day, as we were keeping on and go phone calls and video calls, the day that his partner ex partner arrived arrived to his place. I I didn't get any news from him. I was I was surprised because I was really uh, worried about how his health was deteriorating. That I was having that thought that thoughts. So I left him video messages, not video. I left him audio messages. I texted him on whatsapp and i didn't get an answer and for some reason i noticed that he was not receiving my messages so when on whatsapp when you send a message and the message stays green means that that person received the message but it didn't didn't read the message or it didn't open the box where your message is so not 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 fun not fun at all so uh, that start to give me a little bit of anxiety that started giving me anxiety a lot of anxiety because i've had had a really uh, you know for me 
when you are having something with a person, something special, and that person like out of the blue disappeared because that what that was what I perceive my that was what I felt what I felt from his end from his phone number and uh, that gave me uh, that that pretty really got my nerves like it gave me anxiety about what's going on is he okay if is it something happening with his health did he get complications did he had finally COVID because he was testing him and he got negative twice but he was still having these symptoms like a diarrhea and and he was from time to time coughing so I was like okay is he at the hospital because he's older much older than me so I was like a really really uh, 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 worried about him and the next day passed the third day passed no news from him and then I started looking for what's going on I personally don't have Facebook because in my past I was bullied and I, I just got fed up from all the toxic environment that I was in there and people are really mean in those, those, those social medias so I quit Facebook but I had I have a, a one uh, I have a few uh, go, uh, ghost Facebook accounts that I used for selling stuff online and buying stuff online so I don't put anything that is from my private life anymore on Facebook and I look for him and uh, I found him I Honestly, I didn't want it to realize what I was seeing. The day I was looking for him, uh, he posted something on his page on Facebook. The next day, he posted another thing on Facebook of him walking happy on the snow somewhere in the town where he lives. And the first thing that came to my mind was, this is not him. This is somebody else that is using his identity, pretending that everybody, everything is fine with him and he is perfectly fine. That was the first reaction that I crossed my mind because I, I was, I, I have to, I, I. I, I was thinking back then that I, I was in denial, that I didn't want to realize that what was going on, indeed. And uh, then I continued ex- uh, uh, like reading what was going on. I tried to call him a few times over the phone and he didn't answer my video calls, he didn't answer my phone. I texted him on iMessages and he didn't answer. He, he didn't respond, he didn't call me back. He just completely, completely silence. Nothing. 
it was like a huge torture, a huge psychological torture for me. Every day I get it more desperate, more anxious, more like frustrated. That is, I don't like to use this word, but that it's the way I was feeling back then. I was not able to understand why he was not answering me. Why, out of the blue, he vanished from my life, from my life, from my contacts, from everything. And uh, then I went back to uh, three days after I went back to his Facebook, and he continued to posting like everything was normal with his life until. I realized that, Luis, you have just been ghosted. You've been ghosted. That person just, out of the blue, that person, for that person, you are nothing. You don't exist. Everything that you were building with him means nothing. He just hang off his phone, delete your contact, block you from his phone number and his WhatsApp and continue with his life. That was the thing that after one, almost two weeks of self-torture, I actually accept that I was being ghosted. All that time of silence, all that accumulation created me a reaction that I went, it went all out of, uh, out of my hands. It happens one night, I was here in my apartment, uh, thankfully I was not alone. When I realized, I had in my head two scenarios and the two scenarios, they were really, really bad, really bad. And the third scenario is that he was dead, but definitely he was not dead because he was posting a lot of things on, fa on his Facebook page. Uh, and uh, when I when I realized uh, that I was literally deleted, that I was that I that all the months that we were like uh, virtually dating meaning nothing because it was virtual it's something for fun once i got bored i just trashed it and find a new toy all that things were happening in, in, in my head and plus the other the other thing that happens to my mind was that as his ex came back and stayed with him, they came, they went to get they came back together. So he had sex with his ex partner. They they are back together. And uh, Luis, bye. You are no longer important in my life. Like the same, better a bad a bad person that I know than an unknown person to to see. Plus that sexually speaking, we were not a match. That was in my head. And I say, oh, well, I got, I was wiped. 
and replaced by his ex. That was one scenario. And the other scenario was that I was being ghosted, which is the same and even more toxic. And uh, the thing that, that, that reached the limit of my patience, the limit of my anxiety, and that drives me to a huge nervous collapse was to admit that everything I have uh, invested in uh, feelings and energy on hoping that he and I we were, were going to have actually a future together in a few years from now that was all sent to trash by him but by his attitude and the incoherency of what he meant to me before that he said that he's a straightforward person that he's honest he always said say the truth on your face no matter where are you he says Luis this is what's happening I this is not going to work I don't want to build more hopes with you so uh, please uh, I need you to to move on let's keep in contact but I I don't think this is going to work no I didn't get nothing of that not a message nothing I was ghosted he he was like a ghost like a, he vanished I he vanished from my life when I realized of all that I was right here sitting in my in my in front of my computer like browsing on the internet and realizing of all that I got in my body this reaction that I, it just went all out of control I started to feel in this cold extreme cold my entire my entire body was cold I start shaking my hands were shaking my teeth were like a, a, doing this sound that when you are in extreme cold I wasn't able to articulate a phrase I wasn't able that so much cold I was having thankfully my roommate was uh, next to uh, uh, in the in the main room watching TV I stand up I went to a corner I were I, wa I weren't able to go to my room so the only thing I was able to do I just went to closest to my room I called him and I said help me I said to him please help me help me that was the only word I was able to say and he saw me that I was actually shaking shaking and in my, in, my, in, my, in my apartment, there is a nice calefaction, uh, calefaction so the, the temperature was great, but I was like freezing, freezing, freezing. And then uh, he stand up, he came to me, he approached me, he hugged me, and I told him, I think I'm having a nervous collapse, I'm having a panic attack, I think. And then he told me, he noticed how cold I was, he rubbed my back and he hold me, I hold him tight and he was like rubbing my back and about for 10-15 minutes, well 
about five minutes and then I started cry. I started cry like a baby for about 10 minutes. I was non-stop crying and freezing and shaking and wow, like that feeling I have I have I have had a panic attacks before due to my mental health because I have PSTD from my past but this episode I had never been so aggressive even though I'm on medication for for that the thing that I notice is that that how uh, fragile my mental health uh, uh, was back then. How uh, badly the silence from that person that I thought it was important to me affect my my personal balance and my mental health. Literally, I was well. It was not literally. I was in shock. After that, after about 15-20 minutes that I was holding my, uh, I was with my roommate that he was holding me, I started to do like a deep respiration, like a, trying to take air because I was feeling like, I, w- I was feeling like I was dying, if that's the correct word. And I had that feeling before, but not as that intense as I had with that uh, with that uh, event in my life uh, then about then I after five minutes of doing deep respiration like inhaling inhaling and inhaling like for a few minutes then I started to feel a little bit like my body temperature was coming back because I was oh I was really 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 bad really I wasn't able to uh, do nothing I was nothing in that in that moment that my mental my my mental health my balance collapsed completely because of of the fact that I was actually realizing of how badly I was being uh, I was uh, how, how, do, how to call that how I was uh, being erased from the other person existence the the process of realizing of that for me was what drives me to have that nervous collapse but after that that after all those minutes about it took like about 30 minutes all that process of the the the, the panic attack i had in my roommate helping me out and all that i went back to my room i left my room door open just in case because when i went to my bed i started shaking again like shaking. Hopefully, I put all sheets uh, covering me and lay it down. I started doing 
deep respiration again for another 30 minutes. Then I started to do to watch some videos on my phone. I I watched a movie on Netflix, and then I started to have like my body temperature back to normal. I went to the bathroom. I I did I pee. I went to bed. I play a few games in my phone again, and then I fall asleep. <sighs> and I went. I was. A, mir, uh, mir, uh, the miracle is that I was able to sleep that night. I slept like a, about four hours, I think, because I I fell asleep around uh, two three a.m. dealing with all that crisis. And uh, the following days, uh, the next day I i had this reaction as a, i think as a as a, a response i closed myself to everything i went to my own box i deleted my profile from all dating apps i stopped to seeing everybody i just went into my box i did a video uh, before going uh, in my instagram and my tiktok talking about being ghosted like a short video about what reaction i had and then after that i simply closed everything but uh i had i didn't i didn't completely move on uh about that person in fact uh five days after I'm, I found a way to call him from, an, from a phone number that is at his same uh, city because I was like hoping that hoping uh, yeah it was like a stupid but uh, there is no bad it was stupid it was yeah I, I guess my self-esteem uh, went so down that I needed to to I needed to hear from him why did he do that why but nope when he answered the phone he said who is this who are you yes I am that person but who are you and he hacked me off so that was it that was the end so after that, I called, uh, well, during that process, I had a talk with a friend, with a good, a good friend that lives in Ottawa. And she gave me some advices. And, and we were talking about two hours over the phone about my situation. I even, I even dare to question my sexual orientation. I was, I dare, I, I was, I, I was, yeah, I dare. I I did that because I was so disillusioned from men, from dating men. That why why they are like that? Why? And uh, I used to be with women too, and uh, I was telling that to to her. And uh, well, she uh, first of all, my friend, she's transgender, and she is lesbian. So she had experience with women, uh, and well, she likes women. 
and I used to like women and men. Now I like men only. And the question was like, why in my life when I was with women, I was I was never treated the way I've been treated with men. I uh, uh, I was like a, talking about that with her in my in my low self-esteem issues and my excuse me insecurities about my masculinity about my appealing or my beauty or my sexual attraction about everything and the the thing is that that at the end I, I agree with her about that that I should not uh, open myself so quickly, especially with someone that is miles away from me in the first place. Why did I believe that a relationship with someone that is miles away, that is far, is going to work? Yeah, that is the main question. And the other side is that, yeah, but I, but as he is Cuban as me, he know me, I know his story, we have the same culture, we know how we Cubans love, that we are more emotional, more passional, yari yari yari. Guess what? No. That is not true. Humans, no matter from where they came from, and in all these years that I've been dating and being heartbroken, it's about the person. It's not about it's it's not about their culture or about their origin. It's about the person. And my conclusion was, and my friend too, that I did not make the right choice. So. The choice I did was not the right one. So how do uh, how do how do I say? I had not been uh, lucky enough to have to find the person who will match me as a human being. Therefore, I will not be in that situation again. Of, and of course, I hope not be in that situation again, despite that who rules the heart, but we need to be smart. I need to be more smart and protect myself. Because if I don't protect myself, who is going to? And love myself more. And be more careful about who I let into my heart but there is a thing no there is no but and there is a thing uh, this last week yeah this last week at the end of January I said to myself you know what nobody nobody deserve my energy my pain and my suffering I have a lot of problems of myself uh, uh, already. I am dealing with a lot of 
issues with my mental health and physical uh, health issues to being uh, to add more more troubles to my to, to myself so he can go whatever he lo his last it didn't work well was my mistake I did the wrong choice he was not the one uh, there was a lot of good looking handsome with good hard guys out there that are going to be found and that I will be found so I said to myself you know what I'm back to business I registered myself in all the dating apps again I started to interact with people and I went out I went outside of the box where I, I put myself no but I am more careful about who I let in yeah and I'm still moving on I'm still in pain because I'm a human being but uh, it's a process of moving on and I think uh, what I did today like telling my story about why silence and how much damage silence in a relationship hurts yeah this is my experience this is how badly I was hurt by by being ghosted and uh, doing the wrong uh, choice uh, in uh, selecting the wrong person so this is it this is my my story and uh, I think I will I needed to talk to 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 talk about this episode about that chapter in my life and in a way I think he helped me to close to 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 turn the page and to move on and to a next point of my life thank you for listening and uh, I will continue posting uh, other chapters of my life in my podcast uh, feel free to reach me on my social networks and here thank you for listening I don't know if this is going to be posted here and this other app because I'm uh, all this I, I said it's going to be posted here in, in my channel on YouTube thank you again uh, please be kind to one another don't do that to people it's not healthy don't uh, avoid problems talk to people think that how much damage you can do to others and to yourself because as we said karma what you do it will go back to you eventually take care of yourself have a good night have a good day have a good evening
relationships that you might have had 